here. Welcome everybody to Nerdin' Out Nation podcast, episode seven. In this podcast, we are actually going live on Facebook. This is our first podcast where you'll actually see our ugly mugs. This is the first time that we will be doing this via Zcast. We'll be on SoundCloud, iTunes, and now on Facebook Live with our new Facebook page. You can follow us on Nerdin' Out Nation. So at Nerdin' Out Nation is where you can actually follow us on. If you haven't ever watched our podcast, I'm Brad. I've got Jake to my right here. Hi. Mike right next to him. Yep. And Pierre to my left. Hi, everyone. We're the four guys that are going to entertain you for the next hour. With that being said, tonight we'll be doing a free t-shirt giveaway. So during our podcast, we'll have where we will allow you the time to either jump on Zcast or on Facebook Live and comment with what we say to give the t-shirt away. We'll also be going over some of the TV shows that we watch, the movie trailers that we've seen that we're pretty excited about coming out, maybe some of the things that we've been seeing in video games or even toys. So with that being said, if you guys are watching, if you're listening on Zcast, feel free to jump in, give somebody a shout out. Say hey to us, whatever it is, and we'll mention you in our podcast. So thanks for joining us, and we also have some of our friends along, as you can see, Pinhead, Thanos, Spider-Man, Biker Scout, and I don't know no big forehead guy's name. It's Worf. It's Worf. Worf is here also. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, Jake. It is Worf. Perfect. Well, guys, it's been two weeks since we've been doing the podcast here. What have we been up to since then? Mike, what have you seen in the last couple weeks that has really garnished your attention or... Um, I finished up The Runaways. They just had their season finale, which was good. Um, was it great <laughs> no, or just good? It was just good. I haven't seen it yet. It, I won't ruin anything then. So without but, ruining it, talking about The Runaways, just people that haven't listened to the show or have not watched Runaways, give it a little synopsis of what it's about and what they'd enjoy. So it's a Marvel property on Hulu <clears> and... It has, like, five kids who find out that their parents are part of this group called Pride, and uh, they're sacrificing kids from uh, this church that they run to keep this guy alive, I think. I'm not sure. I got lost at that part. But basically all these kids, they want to go to the cops and tell them, but then they find out the cops uh, are in on it, and the whole time you're just screaming at the TV telling these kids to run away, and in the season finale, spoiler alert, they run away. And, yeah, it's a pretty good show, though. There's a, a, what's it called, a raptor in it, and a girl with super strength, and a kid with super intelligence, a girl that glows like the universe, and another girl with a magic wand. It's a good show. I, I recommend it. I know you said it's on Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. So can I watch it on Netflix? No. Hmm. Very disappointing. Yeah. Very uh, disappointing. I'll talk to him about it. Yes. Might as well talk. And then uh, I just started uh, The Gifted, which is another Marvel property. Mm-hmm. It's about the X-Men, and I don't know too much about it, but it started out really, really good. I like it a lot. So you don't know too much about Gifted, but it's about X-Men, you said? Yeah. I know that it's in the X-Men universe because there's an X over the I in Gifted. So <laughs> give us a little introduction <laughs> to some of the characters you've seen so far or met along the way on these episodes. Uh, no one that I know. Like so just all new? Yep, all all new. There, I can tell you the superpowers, yes. but that's about it. Yes. Uh, I think there's this girl that can teleport. Like She opens up a huge 
uh, like tele- teleport thing, like with making a circle with their hand. That's like in the first scene. Uh, I don't even know. There's another kind girl that cloak. can like make a shield around herself, and then her brother like just discovered he's like a telekinetic. Uh, that's the one where you can like crush it with your mind, right? Stuff. But well, telekinesis is like moving stuff with your mind. Well, he's like. I don't want to give anything away, but he's, like, destroyed Is that the one stuff. that I've seen Probably as a preview where the kid's in a locker room or whatever, and he freaks yes. out and everything just starts crumbling? Yes. Okay. It's, All right. it's really entertaining. I'm, like, halfway through the first episode, so I can't give that much What's up, Greg? It's really, really cool. Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, to, to, um, to spring off you know, what you were talking about there, the Gifted is... Is there's different fra- factions um, within within the X Men universe and that and it takes place it takes place after the X Men the X Men are all old and everything like that. Um, there's a gal in there named Aurora, and uh, and she has the power basically she has the power to control metal. She's actually uh, Magneto's daughter, and she just got locked up. That's what I just saw. And yep, hmm. there you go, uh, episode one. She gets locked up, um, but but. They're trying to save humanity. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of laws in place that, uh, that make mutants not on the same level as as humans, and they're trying to uh, alleviate that kind of stigma. And that same thing that the X Men did, and that um, just on a smaller scale, these guys aren't like level five mutants um, like Magneto is, and that so um, they you know they they can get their butts kicked really quickly, uh, so they have to work together. And that you talk about the two, uh, the the son and um, the daughter, um, and more brother and brother and sister. Uh, they are actually the strongest mutants ever to walk the walk the world, and it's like a gene that gets passed down uh, from generation to generation. Their great great grandparents had it too, and um, blew up like all of Germany, and that and um, they were like hated for it during uh, World War Two. Um, and then, and then uh, it's a, uh, it's just it's just like that. Now they have the power, and it's going to, and they got to figure out uh, how they're going to use that power to help save mutant kind and humanity. It definitely starts out really well. If I if you haven't seen either one, I would recommend <coughs> watching Gifted before Runaways, because Runaways is more like a CW show. It's kind of like light and like not. It's like a soap opera almost. So do you think with Gifted, maybe in the end you'll see who some of these people's parents are? Like maybe you'll find out it's somebody you've been watching that. for a while? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's like it's like that other show that's on TBS. Uh, what was that show called? Uh, that's coming back for season two. Uh, the, the crazy the crazy show, TBS, TNT, one of those, oh, uh, one of those shows. Oh, it's uh, FX, Legion? Legion. Uh, yeah, FX, Legion yep. on FX. FX. Really and, like, good. you know, with, like, Legion, where where the lead character of Legion is the bastard child of Charles Xavier. And mm. that, um, it's just, like, another spinoff like that. It's, like, you know, known mutants that we grew up with now have Spawn, and apparently, like, the theme is that everyone's an asshole and don't take care of your kids. I actually wanted to ask uh, you about that. Did like you grow up reading comic books with Legion in it? None of Legion them? was Legion. Well, one I didn't really grow up reading comics. Oh, yeah. um, Legion was kind of a brief appearance where they just kind of like threw a story arc out there in a book that wasn't really a big seller. You know, just trying to get like something something going, um, and it was like a four part book in the New Mutants line. So. It's obviously doing okay now, but 
they make shows out of things I would never expect them to make shows out of. So, Runaways, New Mutants, I mean, even The Gifted, I guess, they're coming out with their own stuff there. Um, I'm bad at guessing, so, I mean, as far as I know, they'll they'll make a movie on something that doesn't sell and isn't popular, and they'll make a bunch of money. Uh, Example, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, something like that, like, where it just kind of came out of the blue. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know. DC, they made The Losers, if you guys remember that movie. Um, they did, well, Watchmen was really popular. Um, v for Vendetta, I never would have thought they would have done a movie on that. They did that, and that was a, that's actually one of my favorites. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Jake, what have you been, in the last two weeks, what have you been up to, or what have you been watching, or um, more into lately? I haven't been watching much of anything. I've been working at the shop, getting excellent product out on the shelf, uh, driving the Nerd and Outmobile, so that's been pretty fun. It's really good at taking sharp turns. Um, honestly, that's probably about it. Sounds great. Sounds yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, with me in the last couple of weeks, realistically, I've realized now that a lot of these new toys are just really boring and dull. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, the Black Series as of late has been unexciting. They even come up with a Snoke, and I think that was a dud to me. Um, I thought that maybe the Stormtrooper, the Amazon mm. exclusive would be something exciting, and I've learned that that is not exciting at all. I'm just really disappointed in it. Even if, and don't hate me Black Panther fans, but the Black Panther line to me, I don't get the Namor in it. I don't get that part to it. And I don't know about the figures either because I really enjoyed watching some of these previews of the trailer. And I've been seeing some of the cool things their suits do. And I wish they would have geared it towards that a little bit more maybe. Like a battle armor type one where it was purple lit up like they have in the trailer. Um, so it's actually brought me back to old. Like I'm looking back at like the old school vintage Motu again or Masters of the Universe I'm looking at those type of toys because that's what I used to grow up with and that's what I'm more excited about now than I'm about these new toys. I really wish that Hasbro and Mattel and all those guys could go back to the drawing board and bring some stuff out here that gets people excited. I did see the Spidey line. We kind of talked about that. That was leaked, I think, over in Europe or something that it, they're saying it's out. And that's all Spider-Man, which you have Mysterio, which I think that figure is going to probably be a kick-ass figure. That figure looks... That is going to be a must-have out of that line for sure. You have the Rock and Roll Spidey. Um, there's a couple other ones. Well, there's the Rock and Roll Spidey. Yep. There is the Mysterio. Yep. There's um, there's a symbiote. Um, one of the spawn of the symbiotes. Yeah, yeah, for um, Spider-Man. I can't, I can't recall exactly which one it is. Um, but that line, that line is probably going to be the best line that... that um, they've come out with, Marvel has come out with in a while. Because all these lines have been so dull, I feel, other than one or I'll two I'd say characters. that, but, I mean, there's going to be two waves that come out. There's going to be that Spider-Man wave, then the Deadpool wave. That's yep. going to be the Sasquatch Build-A-Figure, which looks like a pretty good line. Um, you know, Sasquatch is a Build-A-Figure, then you got Domino, you got Cable, you got Deadpool, um, and a couple others, but in general, new toys. I just, personally, I don't get too stoked on them. All the toys that I'm interested in are the ones that are out prior to me even collecting them. 
And one freak or one frequent thing or that people complain about is why prices are so high on some things in collectibles and why they're not like retail um, or like super cheap. And the thing is, collecting wouldn't be a hobby if everything was the same price and was easy to obtain. There would be no thrill in finding things. There would be no reason to get up and go try to find these things day to day if everything was just so available and so cheap. No, it's yeah. not. And I, and I and I just see that with with modern toys, it's um, you find it a lot more um, limited to a figure that uh, a toy or or anything that's that's really that rare. Um, but on occasion, you do get these action figure lines and stuff that do have a chase figure, where um, you really have to keep an eye out for, it and you got to snag it when you can. But um, so do you think with the toys nowadays, is it more about the rush of going and finding it more than it is actually collecting these toys? Because when you're talking, that's what it sounds like. The toys, we're both kind of saying the same thing. These toys aren't very exciting No, anymore. they're not They're not very alluring. Um, they're obviously going to be popular and, and they'll sell for a bunch, you know, right when they come out. But, you know, wait a month and then they're going to be peg warmers. There might be one or two that aren't. Um, but yeah, even even the rare ones. Um, <clears throat> just say, for instance, we got a uh, Green Goblin Wave, Ultimate Green Goblin Wave uh, Carnage. It's a fifty dollar figure because that's what it goes for now. That's the market, so it's it's settled on that. And people complain that it's not twenty bucks or twenty five. You know, it's uh, <laughs> you know, if it was twenty, if everything would always be retail price, there would be no thrill to having a hobby like this. It's um, it's kind of disheartening for me. Oh, yeah. do you think I don't know that... why I'm talking about that. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Intervention later. Do you later. think uh, that, like, the price kind of goes around and, like, the drop dates of these toys go around, like, the buzz? Because there's been a lot of, like, talk about Carnage being in the new Venom movie yeah. and him mm-hmm. being, like, the main villain. So, like, do they all time that, like, out together? Like, are they, you know what I mean? Like, is it, they're like, all right, we're about to drop this Carnage toy, so let's drop these rumors or speculations that we're casting Carnage for the new movie, mm. hike the price up. Uh, it, it's a well, it's, it's, it's MSRP is always the same. It's just, depending on distribution, that, that basically gives it a rarity to it, like when a figure is more sought after. Because if those Carnages weren't sold, he would, he would be one of the bottom feeders. But everyone's always liked Carnage, like all of his products always sell. Um, similar to like Deadpool, mm-hmm. everything now like Deadpool is an instant seller, um, but yeah, they probably they probably plan for that. They'll release figures and see what the feedback is on them, and then based off that, um, they probably make plans to do things outside of the toy lines. I'm sure. That makes sense. The one thing I always notice though is a movie will come out, and before the movie comes out, people look at these figures and they'll be like, "Oh, it's not like this Spidey, for example, this Spider Man." When the before the movie came out, I don't think anybody was really interested in them, and then all of a sudden the movie came out, and then interest started picking up, and now all of a sudden the two Spider-Man figures in that whole lineup were actually popular. It was Moon Knight the whole time mm-hmm. because you couldn't get it. Moon Knight was very scarce, and so they liked that figure. But then once the Spider-Man movie came out, these two figures gained popularity. I mean, I I would go on Facebook and people were looking for these two figures a lot of the times, and I think that's what's going to happen. It might even be with me. It might be the fact that 
you know, I'm so used to these Black Panthers, and I think the Walmart exclusive was way cooler than the Black Panthers they have done. But once you see the movie, it might make a little more sense, and all of a sudden you want that one figure because of the one scene in the movie. Yeah, That's what I noticed. It's just I really wish that they would stop coming out with the same figure. Like, that's what the problem is, and that's what they're doing wrong. Mattel, when they came out with He-Man, I loved it as a kid. It didn't matter if they're fat figures and they didn't move a whole lot. (laughs) But then when they came out with the classics, I really appreciated the classics because of how great a detail they were and how they moved every single joint and actually all their weapons that came with them still and the size of them. But then they come out with all these other ones now. I, I don't even know if it's the animated series or what it is. We've got some of them here. But the Prince Adam and the He-Man, they look ridiculous. Yeah. They're just, I mean, I hate saying it, but they're, they're retarded. And that's what happens is they, sometimes they drop value, but sometimes they don't. Like now Super 7's going to come out with their line, and they look amazing also. Well, they're, those, you know, they're not made any different. They're just the same, but their repaints um, are a little bit more, they pay a little bit more attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to stuff like that, um, well, Mattel, they kind of like, put the Motu Classic and stuff on the hush-hush so they don't really have them in normal retail stores. Mm-hmm. So they're always going to be a little bit, you know, rare, scarce, and, and be more collectible. But, um, you know, with, like, Marvel Legends Black Series, they're always going to release the main characters because at some point they're going to get bulk sales right off the get-go. And the one thing that people complain about is that they're not diverse enough with, like characters and stuff in these in these action figure lines and then when they release these different characters nobody ends up buying them (laughs) so yeah so what they do is they make half of the ways so say it's a spider-man wave they're gonna make two spider-mans at least out of six figures in a wave they're gonna create two different spider-mans and then they'll do miscellaneous ones and hopefully build a figure but that homecoming wave was really disappointing because one of the figures in the wave was part of the build a figure it's yeah, really, really, Vulture. really lame. Because <laughs> then you're getting pieces to his stupid wings, and it's a Michael Keaton vulture. And what you're saying is you'd like to actually have a real oh something like yeah, and yeah, you know it's it's been disappointing for the most part because these build a figures are half the size of what the old build a figures used to be, if not smaller. It's uh, quite lame. The Hulk and, and they cost twice as much too. I forgot about that. The Hulk was a nice build a figure. Yeah, that was one of the last that I think was actually nice because of how big it was and heavy it was yeah. and what it came with. I thought that was really cool. And I'd I mean, say the last really impressive one, well, like the the Gladiator Hulk one, is good, and it's it's definitely one of those ones that are you know of value now. I mean, I think last time I checked, it's it's usually about a seventy five dollar build a figure. Um, which most of them don't. They're usually like thirty-five to forty-five dollars nowadays. But um, Hulkbuster, that thing was massive, mm-hmm. and it was a pretty uneventful wave. But people were getting that for the build-a-figure pieces. So it was, I miss that one. Yeah, it was nice. So going back to shows, it, it made me think of something here. Is do you guys remember when like Pickers, American Pickers, was bigger and yep. what was the other Pond Stars? Remember when Pond Stars was bigger? Do you still? Oh yeah. So I don't really watch it anymore, but it was on the other night, and I it it just really got me thinking because they actually brought in a really rare toy, and then I started watching Pickers, and then all of a sudden, you know, you start seeing comic book men, and then all of a sudden I see this thing for Kevin Smith, and Kevin Smith was just in Denver, 
and he visited Mile High Comics. And he said it's always been his dream to go visit the Mile High Comics store because as a kid, that's what he grew up with. And he had this whole video of that store and how it was it's monstrous it's it's the biggest comic store oh, yeah. i think out there and it's ginormous it's ridiculous but the owner of that store actually does really really good work too he just did a huge drive to give coats and feed a lot of people out there in denver which i really commend uh doing because i don't think comic stores get enough uh, advertising for what they actually do behind the scenes they just get for their comics and their toys but i put a challenge out there I threw a challenge out there that Kevin Smith should drive his ass up to Minnesota and uh, check Nerdin' Out out. Uh, we just had Blunt Man, right, and Chronic yeah. in the store, which we just sold, so you missed out on that. We sold them. We sold them. Yep. Blunt Man and Chronic are no more of, yeah. in Nerdin' Out. So, Kevin Smith, I'd like you to come to Minnesota. I'd like you to visit the Nerdin' Out store. Bring some Blunt Man and Chronic toys. And deliver us a Blunt Man and Chronic toy so we have it here again. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe use some mall rats, something like that. I don't know. Uh, um, Alan Rickman Dogman, Dogma Dogma there you, there you go there you go and a Chris Rock Pierre we haven't heard from you <laughs> and you're usually our TV guy what yeah. you got going on for um, us well Mike kind of uh, uh, summed it all up Spo- for us yeah. uh, spoiled so, it uh, wasn't, there wasn't much uh, <laughs> that, TV out that was, uh, that was my that was my note um, uh, <laughs> no uh, you know all the TV shows are on hiatus right now they're coming back here in the next couple weeks uh, so uh, you know, the people that have been waiting from that mid-season break and waiting to come back, then that, you know, here's your moment. Um, we got shows uh, such as uh, such as Gotham is returning in that, and um, as you as you recall, that the last scene in Gotham um, was a scene with uh, Jerome, Jerome, or you know, like we like to say, the Joker, because he is the Joker. I don't know why they're playing us, uh, you know, like fiddles over here. We all know what's going on. Um, but it, that you know when he was on when he was on the show before I think that's when a lot of viewers jumped on because uh, you know the Joker's iconic and, and and that actor played it and played the Joker character very well uh, it got us really geared up and then they took him away but now he's back so I'm excited for that Legends uh, Legends of Tomorrow that one that one is if you guys watch that at all that that is going to get exciting because um, from uh, from the Flash Killer Frost is going to be, uh, and I talked about before, we didn't know which character was going to come over to the legend. It's going to be Killer Frost. Because of the absence of uh, a Firestorm, and that Killer Frost is going to fill that role, we're going to get uh, a taste, a uh, two-part episode, I believe, of, of uh, John Constantine. Um, so that's going, to be, that's going to be cool, too, uh, to get some of that supernatural feel into the show, especially with uh, Damien Dark, who is all mystical and that, and they're and they're dealing they're dealing with that right now. Um, Supergirl is kind of in flux along with Arrow in that, uh, just because uh, surprise surprise another another executive couldn't keep it in the pants and got <laughs> let go. So um, and so yeah, so now we don't know how the writing's gonna be. We don't know you don't know how you know Arrow was already struggling a little bit in that. Um, so we don't know what's gonna go on there. But what's really cool is that Supergirl here coming back. From uh, the winter break is introducing um, uh, well, it's, it's like Starfire, Star Girl, uh, whatever you want to say. But the big bad that's going to be in the, in the show is Brainiac. So if you guys are you guys are all about um, all all about uh, Superman and in the battles with Brainiac, well, Brainiac's going to be in the show, and it's going to be a different Brainiac because there's multiple Brainiacs. So this one's going to be Brainiac uh, number five. 
than that. Um, so he's more Brainiac number five is more of a he's a he's a good guy that does bad things. It kind of struggles in between, um, but uh, uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting uh, for us. And then you know, besides that, Runaways is Runaways is awesome. So you should watch Runaways. And that, and uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have The Walking Dead back here pretty mm-hmm. soon, and that. So if you guys uh, need to get your Negan fix, um, it, that'll be back as well. Uh, that kind of wraps up a lot of the a lot of the shows that are returning. The other ones, just to stay tuned for March, we're gonna have the first episode. I believe it's like March seventeenth. We're gonna have the first episode of Krypton on the Sci Fi Channel. I can't wait for that. It's two hundred years before uh, Kal El, Superman, what Clark Kent was um, introduced, and that. So that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Um, Adam, something. Uh, can you help me out here, Jake? Uh, of the not character, it's not Adam Warlock. It's another Adam out there, but he's he's gonna be the the feature point that comes from him from for DC. Yeah, you know, Black Adam. No, nope, not Black guy. Adam. But Adam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of those Adams. But he's gonna he's gonna be traveling from Earth to Krypton because, as you know, that you mm-hmm. know, especially from the Man of Steel, uh, we find it. We find that uh, that scout ships are on Earth and that. So. And you know, Kryptonians were explorers before, so they, they came out here, and obviously they had to run into somebody. And this Adam guy is going to be the guy that helps save Krypton at least for two hundred years before it blows up. Yeah, <laughs> I just heard like the uh, plot for it, and it sounds crazy how they're like they're putting in like time travel with space and mm-hmm. Krypton and comic books. It sounds like a really interesting show. Like it's supposed to be his grandfather spent said. You said 200 years before yep. Superman's born and before Krypton's blown up. And they're basically like, someone's trying to stop the birth of Superman. To, and that's like the whole plot yep. of the show. Just trying to stop Show's that L line. <laughs> yeah, it sounds really, really interesting, though. For sure. I saw like a little uh, preview with the guy, and he had like the full Superman suit on. It was supposed to be his, like, his grandfather's grandfather. So, like,. Superman's fifth great grandfather, something like that, and he had the blue suit on and the cape. It looked really good. Yeah, very Man of Steelish. But it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see a show where you know, like we know that you know Superman's the, the strongest alien out there, and that to be, actually see a show where they're on Krypton. So obviously, those superpowers don't play a factor in it, and and to see if they try to do something within an episode where maybe the gravitational uh, field is lowered and the yellow sun comes out and all of a sudden these Kryptonians have, have special abilities. That would be a bomb episode of great uh, mid-season finale, sounds like. They should just hire us to pitch shows all day. Yes, do, do it. <laughs> no, I'll get it done. I'll call my executive producer friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think TV's really just handing us a... Load of crap right now. We have no material because the TV and even movies, right? Since The Last Jedi, there hasn't really been a movie out. Because uh, I haven't seen Jumanji. I heard it's hilarious. I saw Jumanji. What did you think of it? Uh, Jumanji. Jumanji was 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 really good. I think <laughs> I think uh, Dwayne Johnson he played he played his part uh, well. And if you guys don't know anything about Jumanji, Jumanji, uh, Jumanji back in 1995, Jumanji came out with Robin Williams and that, and it was a board game that uh, uh, that yep, the Kristen Dunst. And it was a board game that um, that all these characters from this other realm would jump out of and just wreak havoc. And that um, if you ever watched the cartoon episode of Jumanji, uh, it talks about it talks 
talks about that time that Alan Parrish spent in actual Jumanji and how crazy it was there. Well, we fast forward now to 2017. That's when the movie came out. It's 2018. I get it. Um, but... But what happens? What happens now is that um, we change it up. It's now it's a video game instead of a board game. Uh, to keep with the times, you get sucked into it. And Jumanji, um, there's a there's a little sapphire that was stolen, and it put a curse on the whole entire land. So it's just crazy chaotic stuff. And uh, these uh, four or five individuals are supposed to four individuals are supposed to. Uh, try to return the sapphire to its rightful place to stop the curse. And that's so you have Dwayne the Rock Johnson in there. You got Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I mean, they're fabulous and everything they do together. It's just absolutely hilarious. You got Jack Black who makes an appearance, and you haven't seen. I don't think you've seen Jack Black since Planet of the uh, not Planet of the Apes, but <laughs> uh, but King Kong. I've really seen him since School of Rock. <laughs> School so, of Rock. Yeah, King I was gonna Kong, say that's Shadow about it for me too. So yeah, there's Travel is best known movie. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, I, I don't think. <laughs> I've seen the whole thing, but anyway, um, <laughs> so he plays a really good part, and he has to, in the entire movie, he has to play feminine, because he's, he's actually a female character in a, in a grown, overweight, middle-aged man's body, and that, so that's, so that's funny, too, and then uh, the, the fourth individual, it's uh, some hot chick, and, you know, no notoriety, but she doesn't know, make it a she doesn't make you know, it a cast name. No, she doesn't get it, it, literally. Literally, I watched the credits at the end of the at the end of the movie, and it just said hot check. And I was okay <laughs> with that. She needs to sue someone, get a better agent, poor girl. <laughs> amazing. There you That's go. Amazing. But it's a great movie. So if you haven't seen if you haven't seen a movie and you just want to you know if you got your like streaming little stations where you where you steal your movies or where you actually go to the movie theater which I did with my kids and it was fabulous. It's a good movie. It's a fun movie to go watch. Here and there now we support pirating movies. You just add like a ching. Like no a false. Ding. False. Like no. No. We're all about going to the movie theater, paying the money, helping everybody out. We like being a legitimate business. Dang right. <laughs> support. Now, a couple things that I that we missed, and then as you guys were talking, I kind of spaced out because I have ADD, and I saw on the screen passing here, I want to bring up a couple things. First one's Riverdale. I know, Pierre, you've checked it out. Have either of you guys checked out Riverdale? No, I haven't. No, perfect. I will soon. It's, it's, uh, if you guys are looking for something to watch because there really isn't a whole lot on TV right now, Riverdale is on Netflix. And it's basically a series. They've been through season one. It's on CW. Season two, I think, is on CW right now. Is yep. that correct? Yep. But About it's ten it's, episodes in. Yep. Goes all. Holy shit! I didn't realize there were ten episodes in there. But okay. So it, it basically takes you back to the old comics. You have Archie, Jughead, Veronica, and Betty, right? And then yep. you actually have the pussy. Josie and the Pussycats. I was going to say the Pussycat Dolls, but it's not buttons or anything like that. You just just missed Josie. You said the pussy. Yep. So, (laughs) and there's that porn reference. We just couldn't get away without doing it. So, congratulations to us growing up. I was just talking about my cat. Next year, we know Jake has to be at the Thanksgiving table with the kids. (laughs) But, with that, this show is actually really good. It's, It's a mystery. It has some comedy. Um, it, it, it kept me engaged the whole time. I'm in season two, episode one, because I think we're actually following it on TV now. So we haven't jumped ahead by watching it on, what is it you have to watch it on? It's not Netflix. CW. It's CW yep. app? Yep. Well, is that you, what it you is? watch it on CW app, yep. Okay. But they do have the first season on Netflix. You said. Not Netflix, on Netflix, yep. But check it out. It's actually really good. It's probably harder to explain than, than what I'm saying, and it probably sounds lame, but it's actually really, really good. Um, another one came up across screen not too long ago. 
Uh, if you've never heard of it, it's going to be Lemony Snickets. Oh, yeah. In an unfortunate event. Yep. What is it? In the uh, uh, unfortunate, unfortunate, unfortunate events. Event. That yep. is a really good show with Neil Patrick Harrison. And Neil Patrick Harrison in this Netflix series, I think, is is the best I've ever seen him act. Yep. Well, what's cool? What's cool is that when they came for, first came oh, out with it, and Neil Patrick Harris was uh, signed on for it. Um, Netflix just said that you know like, we'll do we'll do one season of this show and stuff, and just you know it's kind of a fluff thing. Give Neil Patrick Harris some money, and that and what happened was is that it just it just took off like it, it was like wildfire in that in, in, Cali- in California, <laughs> you know and stuff. So it just took off, and, and so they ordered up. Uh, I think they actually ordered up two more seasons of it, and they're only they're only starting season two now and so you know you have another season of it and that's how big that show is it was one of those things where i went into it on like a cloudy day with no expectation just to see what it was about and I couldn't stop watching it. Well, the thing is, like, it's cool because Neil Patrick Neil Patrick Harris there there it is there. He plays many 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 different characters right. in the show. Yeah, and like and like sometimes sometimes he's so he's so well disguised and acting so well that you don't even realize that it's him until like halfway through the show. You're like, oh, <laughs> he just played that character too, male, female, whatever it is. I mean, he can get it done. Does he ever play Barney? You know what? I haven't seen. seen I haven't seen Barney yet. Awesome. I'm waiting. I'm also <laughs> waiting for Doogie Howser. What's going well. on, Lemons? <laughs> he just reverses his age. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up. I, um, I'm glad you reminded me. They're releasing a Harry Potter Netflix series in 2020. Really? They just announced it. I don't know if it was fake news or not, but Google it. But yeah, it sounds very interesting. Huh. Is well, Daniel is Radcliffe cool. assigned? Uh, yep, they reversed his age too, and he's going back. <laughs> they got a whole new. It looked like they got a whole new character. I didn't look that much into it, but what I would assume is they're gonna go more in depth to the books and maybe do like two books per season mm-hmm. or whatever, and do four seasons. And I think it's gonna, in the end result, is probably gonna be more iconic than the movies, or just as much up there with it. I, what about Voldemort? That's a legitimate chat. He's dead, supposedly. I I understand. So so how do you do a Harry Potter without Voldemort? (laughs) They're starting from the beginning. They're starting from the beginning. So he's not around. They're getting a whole new Harry Potter, whole new Voldemort. They're going to find a guy with no nose. It's going to be very cool. Fair enough. You're going to see the the guy with the two heads again, Voldemort in the back. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was the guy's name? Tom something. Riddle. No, that's not who it was. The teacher wasn't Tom something. Yeah, Tom Riddle was someone else. Tom so, Riddle was Voldemort before he was Voldemort. Oh, but, yep. yeah. Yep. Thomas Riddle. The other show on Netflix that is n- nothing to do with superheroes that I find absolutely hilarious is, what is it, Big Mouth? Big Mouth, yes. Big Mouth is, if, if you guys need something to watch and you're okay with adult humor because there's way too much of it, but it brings you back to probably how you thought of it. it. What's that? My five-year-old niece loves it. Oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous. That's no right. five-year-old should watch that show ever. <laughs> that's not good. Ever. You should be embarrassed right now. It's no, a nice... Maybe yeah. not, but you might be in trouble after this because whoever it is is going to go home and look at, oh, Big Mouth on Netflix. What the yeah, f***, Mike? Show your kids. Yep. Bring them around. Sit around. It's a good family yeah, show. It's a family coming-of-age yeah. tale. That no. is... You'll never have to have the birds and the bees talk with your kids. You would never have to with that show. Absolutely. That what I love about it is the... Um, what is it when they're sleeping over... And he goes, are you the puberty fairy? And he goes, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> but basically, it's about kids going through puberty in school. And one of them has a puberty monster, is what he says he is. And he basically makes him do things at night and during the day. And 
it, it's absolutely hilarious. This yeah. show it has a bunch of SNL characters. Uh, people from the league yep. is is in it. Um, Nick Kroll is actually he's the guy in yeah. the league, and he started the show, and yep. he's like the lead. And he has Rafi. Rafi's in there. Yes, he's, yes. The, he's, the, he's the puberty monster. monster. Yeah, and, and Nick Kroll, if you don't know, from the league is the guy with the glasses. Yes, You're yes. Right. Okay. He's also the one that used to have the Nick Kroll show on Comedy Central. Oh, see, I never yeah, saw that. That was a terrible that. show. I love terrible. That. No wonder why I never saw it. Terrible show because if you go from if you go from um, watching you know, growing up watching the Chappelle show, uh, there's been no other sketch comedy show that has has uh, been any in, in the same league as the as the Chappelle Did show. Did you guys see the two new stand-ups? Yeah, they're phenomenal. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I probably pissed myself like three times watching the first one. Another two times. That's really big of you to one. admit. I mean, I have a bladder problem. It's okay. Not a big deal. We're moving on. So, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Death Note. I asked you guys about it because I've never seen it, and I had you guys kind of explain it. And I think some of you watched it, and I can't remember who said you did, but it wasn't. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't even know how to say it, but it wasn't the same as what it was. I went and actually watched it, and for not knowing what Death Note is, I actually was intrigued by it. I liked it. I thought it was well done, actually. Um, the ending was weird to me. It actually got me involved where I thought that girl towards the end was a B. Because she was just going after the book. So, But I actually enjoyed that. That was another one that I saw scroll across the TV, and it just reminded me it's of what I've on seen. Netflix? Death Note? Yeah. Oh, it's been out for a long time. That's, well, all that's it, that it, happy it birthday one, released. isn't it? You know, had the 50 Cent the song to else, it or whatever. <laughs> well, you that, didn't. Because no, well, it wasn't death, accurate to the series. Death Day? Oh, it was like her okay, birthday. Okay. Every day Are you thinking woke Judgment up. Night? Oh no! <laughs> it was like yeah, it was like Judgment. It was something like that though. It was like the, she's getting and that was the Onyx, by the way. Oh, Judgment Night. <laughs> no, no, no! It had, it had, it, it had Fifty Cent's birthday song. It's your birthday. It was you know, like her ringtone. And, and she kept yeah, waking yeah, up and getting like, killed. Yeah, it was like that Groundhog's it was Day like on crack or something like that. It was something like that. Yeah. So I guess I don't know what Death Note is. It's a movie on Netflix and. The only thing I'll say about it is if you like All right. the movie, you'll love the series. Like, go watch it. If you like anime, go watch it. There's a series? Lemon There's said they series. actually like Death Note. It's its own thing, as its own thing. I like it. Yeah. So, Pierre, we're going to kind of flip the script here. You just started playing a brand new game. I did? Tell us a little about that game. What is this game, Pierre? This oh, game. Uh, you play it with a controller. It's called, it's called the Game of Life. <laughs> And, and I'm taking it serious this time because... Because he has have, no girlfriend. I don't have any more lives left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Um, it's actually... Uh, it, Tom... It, I don't know. I don't even know what it is, man. It's the Wildlands. Wildlands. Yeah, Wildlands. Tom Clancy. There you go. Yeah, yeah Tom Clancy's Wildlands. I mean, I, I like it. I like it. A lot of people <laughs> like to play, like, um, you know, Medal of Honor and Call of Duty and these games here where they play against... Where, where they play against each other and play on teams and all that stuff. I like to, I like the whole, like, kind of what I think is, because I'm not a soldier, but what I what I feel like being a soldier is. Do and yourself. Stuff. And, and, yeah, and, I, and I'm the, I'm the commander and stuff, and, I, and I'm ordering people to go over here. I'm ordering people to go over there. We're securing, we're doing surveillance. We do a lot of surveillance. Before I came here, I had two hours before, before the podcast, 
and and I literally did not uh, uh, ha- uh, fight a single person. I did surveillance with drones the entire time. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so, How do you even do so, that? But hey, but when I when I get back online tonight, because yes, I don't have a girlfriend, so I can stay up as long as I want to. Um, <laughs> I, I I am going to uh, finish my surveillance, and then and then I bet you we have no casualties because I'm <laughs> so I'm that into it that we will have no casualties. Everyone will survive. When you play, do you have a map? A notebook and a pen by you. Yes, and I and I have I have two. I have I have no call compass. signs. I have call signs as well. <laughs> in that, in like only I can hear them, of course, because it's a video game. Come on, people. But <laughs> be realistic. Yeah, it gets it gets me into it and stuff. My character, you can design your own characters and stuff. My character doesn't have a shirt because I think he's badass. And that, and uh, he wears his he wears his ha- baseball cap to the side, and wears a skinny backpack, and that. So in other words, it's Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Luke Cage with, with with guns. The black equivalent to Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> there no, you go. Universal <laughs> soldier. <laughs> I'm, I'm the universal soldier in my game. See, now I'm going to combat that because I am a team player, and we've talked about this several times. But I'm trying to get Pierre hooked on Call of Duty because you have war mode now in Call of Duty, and. The war mode has taken me from the zombie side over to the multiplayer side. And I think it's January 30th because PS4 gets the maps sooner than Xbox will have new release of these maps. And in the new war map, you'll actually have it where you'll be traveling on a train to save soldiers. But right now, the concept of war is you have a team of six versus another team of six, and you have objectives to do. So, like, one of the maps, you have to actually make these tanks cross checkpoints. After that, you got to steal fuel to regas up the tanks. Once you do that... You move on, so you actually just basically bring it past the bridge before they can blow it up on you. Um, it, it's just rejuvenated the Call of Duty line for me, to be honest with you, because until this, I was losing faith in Call of Duty. It was to the point where Zombies was still good, and we had fun because I have a group of guys that I consistently play online with, and we took the Zombies, and we actually did the easter egg in like no time and then we were kind of moved on and we found war the new one i'm gonna be torn because we're gonna have zombies and war and i'm just a little nervous because all these video games now kind of lose their luster after a while madden what did we do for our season we did like a season and we well just, you guys did a season yeah yeah but, yeah. but then again, there, own, i'm, I'm still own. in madden and i think i'm still playing off of our old season so uh i beat you about six times now brad um but <laughs> But like I, I I don't know I like I like that's by the way I like I, I like I like playing alone and stuff I like doing it at my own pace and stuff and and getting immersed into the video game and stuff where it's like instead uh, what you're talking about it's about you know five minutes and then you're restarting the game again and doing it all over. Well, the thing about it is though, you, it just lost it lost its luster to me. Like there's nothing super exciting about Madden this yeah. year. It's if they brought new things into it like. I remember back in the day when you played Tecmo Bowl, when you won the Super Bowl, it looked so much cooler. I wish you'd bring more factors in when you're like an owner where you could do more. Like, I don't know if you guys are like this, but I like the Sims types where if you were an owner, wouldn't it be cool if you could like actually dig in more to the stadium 
or find ways to market to bring fans in. We used to do that in the old ones all the time. I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, well, you could do that in these ones too. Yeah. To an extent, you have, to you have that stuff where you, you can, can upgrade the bathrooms and the parking lot. You can change the no, pricing that's and it. all that kind of yeah, stuff. What old... you want, what you want, Brad, is you want you want to have the ability to uh, go go and release that player because he has a drug problem. Dang right, <laughs> dang right. Or if you go snort coke on a stripper's butt on your bye week, you you're gone. Your you know. And then what I want to do is I want to build my team up. And I want to sell it for cryptocurrency. I want to be making <laughs> these go. Jacksonville Jaguars a top Super Bowl contender, and then someone comes in and yeah, offers me saying. cryptocurrency to take over my football team. I'm in. Let's go. make this what, happen. What do they get out of that? They get a team? They get a team that's just badass. Like, why can't you make it? Nowadays, you have Madden tournaments, right? Like, they just did it for the Vikings up at the Mall of America. There are two guys playing to see who goes on to, to do this tournament. Why couldn't you make it like they do with... They have skins on guns nowadays, right, that yep. you can sell online. They have all this stuff. Why can't you do it where you could build a football team up and then somebody could take it from you? Players don't have to age or to an extent, and they take over your team for a certain amount of money. I suppose they kind of do that like when you talk about like the mutt, you know, the mutt seasons and that kind of stuff where you can sell your team and sell, it's your, like trading sell your cards, cards yeah. and all that stuff. For, but there's really nothing for in it for you. Like, I, I, It would actually be cool if you could – wasn't there at a time like a couple of years ago where people were actually doing that? They were selling cards for real money. Mm-hmm. I swear that was actually happening if, I, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't understand why that's like anything else, why you can't do that. I mean these these designers nowadays of games, whatever you call them, sorry, basically like Call of Duty, does anybody else feel like you're getting robbed when you buy it? You spend 60-some dollars on a game and then they release four map packs in between and honestly, you, you want to keep up the times or you want to keep playing them with your friends. So you have to buy all these map packs. So now you're $100 or more into a game that you d- know damn well that Treyarch is going to flip it to whoever it is and then you're going to quit playing it. Yep. I mean... It's literally like the business model now. It's all downloadable yep. content. Yeah. Like yep. they, found a, they found a glitch in the system. Like the smartest thing they ever did the was they brought these maps back, right? Because PS2, you had Kino de Toten. And those were maps that you absolutely love compared to what they are now. And then those sons of bitches come out and they bring those maps back, classic maps, and they charge you forty more bucks. Yeah. And I bit. That's I my bought favorite them. is they they bring back the old maps. Yeah, you could just go. You have the games still. You could go back and play literally. But right, but they get you on it because you yeah, don't have the games anymore or whatever. Game. Right. Yeah. So, Lemons writes that Overwatch. I've never played Overwatch. Has anybody here ever played Overwatch? No. no, my my brothers like Overwatch a lot. I mean, if you like, I, I equate it to if you like Halo on crack, um, then you'll you're gonna love Overwatch because it's a, it's the same kind of stuff where it's just o- o- over the top action and stuff. You you, have, you know it's futuristic. You got one person that that's super fast. You got another person that's super strong. And that um, if you like that kind of combat game, then Overwatch is what you like. I didn't I didn't like it that much. And that, and to be honest with you, I didn't really like I, I didn't like any of these Halo games except for like the first ones and and pistol whipping people. So you know, so I was kind of out after the first Halo. Um, but but Overwatch, I mean, it's one of those it's one of those big games that has a big big following. Yeah, it's uh, I definitely get a lot of requests and things like that. Um, we do have a couple Overwatch items in store, but TF two for me, for me, I've always. Uh, gone back to any like sword and shield type games so like Rome total war on pc ages empires where you're basically creating civilizations building up your community and then you could fight wars um 
using like medieval or like beginning of uh, ballistic uh, um, ballistic era, but like Elder Scrolls is kind of my main jam. Now that I got an Xbox One, I can mod everything. So there's yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's Elder Scrolls Five. Oblivion was prior to that, which was really good, and Morrowind <laughs> was good before that. Um, but Skyrim, especially when you got Xbox One, you can download these mods and basically create a whole another game outside the vanilla game that makes it so much more fun. But it is a single player game. But I like it that way because you got complete character uh, customization. And then you can just sit alone and enjoy your time with yourself. So I want to go back. PUBG. <laughs> PUBG is kind of what we talked about here. Beers like I know. I want to yeah, go- buddy. <laughs> I want to go back to that. But before we do that, I want to do this t-shirt giveaway. Okay? So we're going to do this in like five minutes. Try to get some more people online. This is the t-shirt we're giving away. It's a nerd note, three-quarter links baseball shirt. This thing fits really well. They're super awesome. I can get you one anywhere from an extra small to double XL. Uh, yeah. Do you still have one left? Um, I don't. We haven't sold the double small. X. But. Okay, so we've got these from there to there. We're gonna give it five minutes, and then we're gonna ask you a question about <laughs> while we've been talking on this podcast, and people that can answer it right will put it in drying, and we will draw the winner before the end of the podcast. Now, if only one person can get the answer right, clearly you win. Okay, but. The craze that's going around right now, which I actually saw a preview for before it even came out, and I got super excited, but I'm not willing to go to Xbox or I'm not willing to go to PC for it is PUBG. That's the one where they're on the airplanes, you parachute down, and it's just open world where everybody's after everybody from what I understand. I'm not willing to switch, but we hear Jesse talking about it, and it sounds pretty amazing. You know what I mean? Yep. No, I mean... It, you know, I watched some I uh, watched some video online on this on this game and stuff, and and it is like it you, must be you you customize um, your 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 character to, to what kind of what kind of weapons you want to use and stuff. You you get to pick where you get dropped out from. You parachute down, and then you're you're in the game, and and then it's and then it's survival and stuff. I mean, literally, I, I watched um, you know with a, with a coworker, and that we we watched a. Uh, a gal who's like like phenomenal at it, you know. She gets paid uh, to play this that's, game, and that's all that's she. That's all she does every day. Well, a lot of people, you, you have you heard of League of Legends? All these other PC type games. Kids, like sixteen year old kids, are being signed yeah. by these big companies for thousands, tens of thousands of dollars, and just to be on these teams, regional teams, and where they get most of their money, they'll get paid by the company. And then they all like room together in an apartment, so they or like build. a house that's paid. No, for. right, right, yeah, yeah. Buy the studio. Aside from what they actually get paid, and then they just do like video casts of themselves playing these games, and they're making shitload of oh, money. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Do they all Twitch. Have you got YouTube, <laughs> and now you got Mixer, Mom, which is her. Xboxes. <laughs> so you can only tw- you can only mix, right? It's only yeah. mix on Xbox, from what I understand. Um, speaking of which, what you said, some gal doing it. Big shout out to girl gamers, by the way. I have come a long way in that war line. Like I was telling you guys, it's not bragging. It's literally on my teams. I'm first or second every time. And we were playing the other night, and this is where my ego gets a little busted. All of a sudden, two girls got in our, our game, whatever you call it, lobby, and they were they ended up being on the other team. Every game before they came in, we won. 
every game after they came in, we lost. And the two <laughs> girls were one and two on their team. Couldn't oh, beat them for the life of me. So I tried adding this girl. It was something strawberry was her name. I tried adding her because she was phenomenal. She was like, this guy's garbage. Fun- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. D's nuts who? <laughs> she was probably yelling and I couldn't even hear her. She's probably like, take these nuts. Take these nuts. <laughs> Is that your name on Xbox or PlayStation? Yeah, man. Don't don't even ask. It's, yeah. It was back when I was young. It's it's a yeah. whole – I used to say these nuts when a lot. When he was 35. But yeah, no, that, was, that just came out like thought, three, four years ago. It couldn't have been that young. The PS came say, out a long time that was ago. Like, give me a little credit. That was like Atari 2600 days. Like, Get out of here. Get out of here. So anyways, the, the funniest moment if I've ever told you this story was – my PS account was shut down, and I had to call into the network, and a gal answers. My whole family is sitting in the house with me, right? And I'm like, oh, shit. And I had her on speakerphone because I was trying to, you know, get it all set up again and whatever. And she's asking me all these questions, my password, and everything. She goes, what's your sign-on name? I'm like, oh, God, don't hold it against me. And I go, D's nuts, 21. <laughs> and it was, it was honestly, for me, probably one of the most embarrassing moments because... To an adult woman, I had to tell her my screen name was D's Nuts. Uh, can you spell that, sir? What makes me feel better is I play I play games alongside with another gentleman. His screen name is Harry Balls. And <laughs> I've got one more one more that's that's really similar. So it's it's a good it's a good time when we're Very online similar. together. Obviously that's the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that one. It's just it's always a good time when we're on together Maybe playing. Feel um, real mature for picking Nero Mike for my Xbox thing. <laughs> feel free to add me. Did um how many of you guys seen the movie It? Oh yeah, the original, oh, yeah. the, the new newest one. one, the new one, yeah, yeah. Suppo- so that just released on DVD, and supposedly there's a deleted scene on there. I don't know if any of you guys seen this. Um, Greg, one of our regular customers, came in, and he told me about this scene because I haven't seen it yet either. But it sounds did he hilarious. show you it? No. Okay. Is but there anything like it's, the book? So this no. so-called scene. No. So this is what happens. You know when Brucey uh, or Georgie? Georgie. Uh, pardon me. Goes down um, the grate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and his arm gets. Bitten off. Spoiler alert. What? <laughs> His arm gets bitten off. By again, it, I'm going to say this again. By Pennywise. If you haven't watched it by now, it's not a spoiler. Okay. Hey, it just came out yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, On DVD. So, so, you know, his arm in the vanilla movie gets bitten off. And supposedly this deleted scene is him going up to reach and grab the, then the boat. He grabs it, walks away, and, and then it goes to Pennywise like, ah, oh, shit. Really? What? Yeah. <laughs> so he gets away. He doesn't die. Yeah. Georgie doesn't die in that deleted scene. It's just like an alternate. Well, that had to scene, have been. Like a funny, that had to have been the rest of the movie. Then. It's like a fun it. alternate it ended, scene. Oh, it's at the end. So funny. It's like oh shit. <laughs> oh. I thought you were gonna talk about. Never mind. I don't even want to say it. Good. Have you read the book? No. Nope, yep. Stop. <laughs> yep. I know where this is going, Mike. This is going down Mike's the, alley right the now. Book for sure. Is where, not my alley at all. I've never been down that alley. Or Come on now. Want to go down that alley? You always bring us to the same the path. There's a book. There's a book by what? Stephen King. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's a People long time. It. It's an old book. They and... do some gross stuff in that book. That's oh yeah. Regardless. Google it. Kids. We'll stop there. <laughs> we'll stop um, there. I, what I wanted to bring up actually though was movies, which we didn't get to talk about today. I'm gonna bring it up next time, but. Uh, I was telling everyone earlier that Black Panther has uh, oh, we didn't the most pre-sale tickets for any Marvel movie ever. So 
I need that stat. I need to see that. That is so hard for me to believe. And why is why is that? See, I got I got a problem. I got a problem here. I'm gonna get on my soapbox, everyone. Um, I'm a black man. What? In case you're not watching this on our Nerd Out Nation Facebook page, if you're not seeing this live, I am a I am a black man. And here's (laughs) here's the deal. When we talk about we talk about movies uh, or TV shows such as um, Luke Cage and stuff, and Luke Cage was set like in an urban setting. You know, um, which which was fine. That's where he's from. So, but then we talk about Black Panther, and they made Black Panther an urban setting movie, and that um, which is fine. No, it's not. I, I kid you. Um, but I don't understand. I don't we have to say I don't that. Understand you don't. Why, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, but I don't understand Quality. why. Why uh, uh, you know, like every time, every time a a like a, um, a culturally demographically different movie comes out that these big shots in, in Universal Disney uh, Marvel, they, they have to make it an urban tone to it. Well, it seems well, like they're, they're, they're being stereotypical. And it's, and it's, or like they're, they're in Africa, for crying out loud. Yeah. It's like, what, do, what is that urban tone of like Chicago doing doing in that movie? And <laughs> that, you know, but, you know, I'm going to watch it. I'm probably going to fall in love with it and everything. It's going to be great, but like that that's one gripe that I have that I just would would like that if they're gonna make a movie like that, that they make it like every other movie that's out there. It's just this is what it is, this is what we're focusing on. We're not focusing on on the issues of today and, and equal Or they're trying to draw and, a certain and, crowd. And, yeah, and, or trying to draw a certain crowd. I yeah. mean just in the news, just in the news uh the other day, um Michael B. Jordan is getting hate mail because he's dating he's dating and he uh just had a ba- Oh no! He, I think he's just dating. He didn't have a baby with her. That was a different black guy. Sorry, I get him confused. Um, but, <laughs> um, but, but he's dating. He's dating a white, a white girl and stuff. And like, and some people are boycotting the movie. They don't want to go to the movie because he's not black enough. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You know, like. I don't know why we have to go pull for a pull for a crowd. I think just with the character alone, what uh, what the Avengers saga has done uh, to this mm-hmm. point here, it should pull the crowd itself. I don't know. It I, should. I I just think maybe they're trying to reach out to a group that hasn't necessarily been tapped yet, and the only way they think they can do that with a black character is is type in one of the main attractions for for you know. A black population that might be interested in action movies, mm-hmm. and I agree with you. It shouldn't be hip hop themed, and and it's like yeah, just because it's it's a black character with black culture in it doesn't mean that it has to be like themed <laughs> or you know like generalized like rap hip hop music. Yeah, um, I mean, but, I, I, you have every s- single every single Avengers movie that it, that has come out or tied with it has had has had that Avengers theme song yeah. tied yeah. to it. And that in this one here, you listen to Kendrick Lamar humble, yeah. and it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> right. We're basing this just off like trailers and stuff. So they're true. just trying to sell the movie. At the end of the true. day, like they're just well, true, to but they people. they never have done that before. You know what I mean? Like and they for Infinity War and Guardians of the Galaxy, they don't got the Jetsons theme. But song, look, you know it know seems I mean? like people are more pumped for this movie than any other Marvel movie ever. So based maybe off that the pre-sale works. tickets. I mean, because I'm not. <laughs> I've seen a lot of hype about it. Period. Ever since like the original trailer dropped. But I yeah. think I think that's more because because of what Civil War did for Black, Black Panther. Panther. In that you know they did make him more of a focal point in that movie. They did show his badassery in in that movie, which said that yes, I want to see more of that. 
Yeah. I, I think it has to be more than one. I, I Me personally? Like everything feeding into it. You know, you get a little bit of the hate that's feeding into it. Mm-hmm. That's going to drive people to look towards it. You get a little bit of, like, uh, like the first time you see, like, a big Marvel poster with, like, it's all black cast on there. You know what I mean? Like, that f- makes people feel like a certain type of way. Like, good or bad, I guess, for some people. But, like, a lot of people you see on social media, like, they're happy to see that. You know what I mean? Like, it... They're like, oh, this is what white people always feel like. This is dope. Like, they always get a cast of, like, all white people on their Tony Stark, uh, Captain America, Spider-Man. All Wait, of them, you know? my what? grip. But these are established what about, characters. What about the Patriot, Patriot, man? My, my grip is only with the soundtrack because I think they're being stereotypical Be and uh, trying to put a label on, oh, yeah, on I black agree. culture. I agree. That's the only thing. And, like, the cast, I totally agree with it. It's going to be fun, and I know it's going to be one of those movies that – you know, well, I guess there is Don't a lot of hype it. that I didn't know. Don't you say it. Um, I think you're going to kill what I was going to say. I think we're going to say the same thing. <laughs> Why um, say it? It's going to be one of those sneaky good films. Damn you! Damn you! <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> I think it's going to be good. I mean, well, it's going to... Jake got I think it'll come out right in like there. He's like a did. cooler Iron Man. That's how I so now him. he is. Now he is. And that's what I was going to say. These trailers haven't, like, blown me away by any means. But... He's a more capable Iron Man. Yeah. With... Heavier duty. He's an Iron Man suit. without the alcoholism problem. problem. <laughs> what you're seeing in this this solo movie is you're seeing upgrades to his armor now, and you're start you're gonna see it from his enemies. But I think it's one of these movies that I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna be like, all right, you know, because it. I, I agree with Pierre. Civil War built Black Panther up. I was kind of like, okay, this is a badass character actually. And now after this movie, I think I'm gonna leave it being pumped like I did when I left Avengers, like I did when I left Guardians of the Galaxy. I think I'm going to leave this movie pumped and just juicing, foaming at the mouth for Infinity War, which Lemon says they think Infinity War will beat the pre-sales. I agree 100%. I, I think agree. Infinity yeah, War... I agree with that. I'm going to call it right now. Infinity War is going to kick the shit out of Star Wars. Um, That's a, that's a good one, yeah. I'm that's going cool. bold here, Ferris. When, when, it, uh, yeah. when it comes to Black Panther... One, it's 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 doing the upgrades for his armor, but yeah. the overlying theme is there's a lot bigger thing at play, not just Killmonger versus Black Panther and how he's going to retake the throne because that's what the trailers look like. Wakanda is the vibranium capital of the world, there you go. which a lot. When it's, we say it's a Wakanda, primary, can we go Wakanda? Wakanda. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Wakanda. Take my gear. But anyways. They're the vibranium capital of the world, which has the biggest deposits of vibranium, which is the overlying theme here, which in Age of Ultron, they were trying to get all those resources away, and that's where that one smuggler guy that got his arm cut off, yeah. um, that's a primary resource in the Marvel Universe, and that's why Wakanda is a premier destination. That's why in the trailers it's a cloaked area, and it's probably because of vibranium's effects that they can... Excuse me. That they can... That they can um, Cloak Flex that. capacitor? Yeah. <laughs> why, why they can cloak that. And it's probably going to play a bigger role in the Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Because it has to. <laughs> um, Do you know the way to Wakanda? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, actually, when we were talking about Namor earlier, and you, you, couldn't, you couldn't put the pieces together and why Submariner Namor was in the line. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they might sneak him in yeah. at some point because if anyone doesn't know Namor, Submariner is he's the uh, he's the prince of Atlantis, and there was actually a diagram in a previous movie that had a map and it had Wakanda on the map, and then there was a 
it wasn't labeled, but there was a pinpoint in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. So it's probably teasing at Atlantis. And they're both kind of remote societies. So they're, or they are completely remote societies, not kind of remote. Um, they might be playing together, or maybe there's a, a post credit scene or something that kind of angles that into, into the mix. You know, now that I think about it, when I went on vacation a couple months, I'm almost For a positive. couple months? A couple months ago, sorry. Oh, I'm almost like, positive I flew over Wakanda. I'm, I'm almost sure. positive I flew over Wakanda. <laughs> 100% you did not. Yeah, that was Iron Man 2, Lemons. Yeah, I couldn't remember exactly which one it was. Um, so you think that they might tie in Namor? Namor came out originally before Aquaman, huh? Or am I wrong on that? Um, I've got a better was, question. No. You're kind of eating to what I was going to say. If we did, and this is really going wild, if we did a 50. DC versus Marvel. Oh, they've never thought of that before. Yeah. Who would kick whose ass, Namor or Aquaman? I don't know enough about Namor to judge, but I'm going to have to go with my man, Aquaman. I would go with Aquaman just because of what's his name that just played him. He's, he looks total badass. I would even pick the super friend Aquaman. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Well, here's the thing about this. Aquaman is a lot more of a team player. Namor only cares about Atlantis, basically, and he's an asshole. So he would probably... Great you know, qualities. Yeah, right. It's kind of like Pierre in his single-player shooter game. But huh? Aquaman, like, I, I hate... I don't, I'm not a big fan of DC, but, yeah, Aquaman, I think, in the end, would defeat Namor. All right, folks, you saw it, heard it here first. Jake said he's not a fan of DC, but he votes for DC. Sold. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, it's definitely oh, been past okay. five minutes, Uh-oh. so let's do the T-shirt Aquaman giveaway. <laughs> what I was thinking, you guys. Sorry. That's my friend. What the hell? <laughs> Pierre's just lightly flexing. Tony Stark. Smart Tony watch. Stark over here. <laughs> has Pepper Potts talking yep. through his watch over here. Jeez. You guys are just listening. I'm to sorry. Audio. I did not find your wireless connection. If you're just watching the audio uh, hologram. <laughs> Next thing all you hear is watch. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, message from Princess Leia. Kind of what I'm thinking about is, I was thinking about the TV shows we named earlier. And if somebody was truly listening, and then can you jump on Facebook one more time just to see if anybody's on there just because I want them to have the same opportunity. Um, I think if they could name one TV show that we talked about, that would qualify. What do you guys think? Sure. Or do you want it to be something different? No, that's fine. That works? Yeah. All right, so if you've been listening to our podcast, all you have to do is name a TV show. They should have to name the the starting cast to Riverdale. Ooh. Yes. (laughs) No. No. <laughs> no. All right. That's Fine. too much. That's boring then. That was great. Boring then. Um, I like where Pierre's head's at, but I agree it's a little it's a little tough. So, yeah. how about this? How about name a TV show that we talked about that was on Netflix? Yeah. That's that we said you should watch. Name one of those and you'll be entered in for the t-shirt. We should talk about something, though, while we uh, wait. Yeah. Uh, uh, Let's go to a commercial break. Yeah. Our sponsors. Sponsor. None. Pantene Absolutely Pro-V. none. <laughs> Did anyone finish the Punisher? Kotex. Because <laughs> they'll save your life when you're in need. There you go. Yeah, I finished <laughs> yeah. the Punisher series. I enjoyed it a lot. 
That was so like three months ago. I can't, I'm sorry. I can't I, wait for. I just uh, started it. Yeah. <laughs> Are they Lemons doing another the Hellraiser? Are Lemons they doing another the Hellraiser movie? I oh yeah! Did you see the preview? Mm-mm. You did not see the preview to the new Hellraiser. No. I thought for sure you'd see it. It looks absolutely gruesome. I mean, they have the weirdest characters, and then this one guy who I thought was actually a character, like, took this thing off like it was a bed sheet and just came up and, yeah, got a guy. But it looks brutal. Is Doug Bradley the lead? The original? As Pinhead? Yeah. I believe so. That would be the only way I'm going to be shot! Oh, so, so. <laughs> we just had an audio spike. We can't control. <laughs> we can't control Jake. We just hope you love him and come back for him. Um, please. <laughs> so, for someone that's hypothetically never seen the Hellraiser movies, if you guys could just describe it for them. Oh, for them? <laughs> you? Maybe someone. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, I'll hand this one over to Jake. I'll let Jake describe All right, it. So, Hellraiser is a horror genre franchise so, that well, is probably the best. It's not a romantic love series. About no. A guy with well, it does have something it's to do right with, up there some with some sort of love. It's right up there with Notebook, yeah. So Hellraiser is summoned by the black box, which is summoned by someone with very uh, weird uh, pain-like fetishes because these guys are products of fetishes, basically. So once the box is open, people that open the box want to bring their fetishes to the next level, so they always summon it. They open it up. Then Pinhead comes out of nowhere with a bunch of fish hooks, rips them apart. So that's kind of his thing. But he has this crew of uh, Cenobites. And they all have their particular abilities. They're usually created from other people that have been killed by him. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a whole lot of fun. I mean, you can <laughs> definitely eat supper to it. And, I can't uh, believe my parents didn't show me this as a kid. I would, I would actually recommend eating spaghetti while you're watching Well, it. the thing is, like... Hellraiser is a popular franchise, but it seems like it's taken the backseat to Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees See, and, and Halloween and, and, and Child's Play Chucky. But, like, I've seen all of them. And Hellraiser, like, one is is insane. I don't know how it doesn't get even more credibility than it does, but it, it's one of the... It's my favorite horror franchise. When's the last um, time they released? Uh, like, oh they did gosh. one in 2008. But it was a remake, and the guy was... Um, the best thing about Pinhead is he's a very stoic character who shows no emotion. This guy that they cast last time was, like, being really fluent and, like, over-exaggerating his words and, like, um, mannerisms and stuff like that and being too emotional. I, so I didn't like it. Um, so you almost had to be, like, robotic. Yeah, but before play. that, it was, like, probably 2000. You know, it's been a while... Um, since they did a movie prior to that, but it's been eight, nine years since the last Hellraiser movie that came out. So, so people have that time to heal. Time I guess. To, ready to be I guess, but you know, with stuff like this, stuff like this, um, <laughs> with Hellraiser <laughs> and stuff, Clive Barker, you know, they have a lot of like graphic novels and stuff and merchandise that kind of fill in the gaps, you know, to make time pass, I guess. Because there's there's always these horror genres trying to get beat out, or these uh, licenses trying to get bought out by all these other studios. And did they ever yeah. try like a cartoon show for like Nickelodeon or Disney? Uh, no. Oh, Jake, <laughs> I mean they've tried. But. When you're hitting your hands, <laughs> I think it's making a noise. Is what uh, it is. Hey, yeah. So this just made me think of something. <laughs> if you could play a character in a movie, superhero, evil guy, whatever, 
Who would you play, or who would you want to play, Mike? Saul Go from Pineapple Express. All right. So say it again so they can hear you. Um, let me think of a better one. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Come to me last. I'm going to think about it harder. I thought right away Jake was going to say Pinhead, so that's why I skipped him. <laughs> a character in a movie that I would like to play? Any, yeah. If you could be any character in any movie, who would you like to play? Uh, probably Richie Rich. That's a good one. Yeah. You'd probably have to shave your beard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I, I don't. I'd I don't. probably go with, you know, <laughs> I don't care. Kevin from Home Alone if I was going to go that route. I would say Kevin from The Office, but that's, that's a show. <laughs> How about you, Pierre? I like it. Who would you play? Um, I If I had to pick a character in a movie to play, I think I'd probably pick Luke Skywalker. Yeah? Yeah. I How come? Luke, I, think he's, I think he's a badass, and, and um, I would have taken his role to the next level. You know, we went to we we come back in the next episode here and we read some havoc. <laughs> Did you see? I said, so if you're in control of the character, <laughs> yeah. the movie. Okay. okay. I said you could play the character, oh. not make the oh, role. I, I have to. I, I, oh, okay. And I conform thought, to what's been put in the screen. Oh, I, I, I thought like you you, you you could play the character. That means like you're in that character's world. You get to do whatever you want. Okay. Never mind. He's just a method actor. All right. He's building a world around his character. There you go. What about you, Brad? You know, I've always wanted to play Batman. I think it would be amazing, even though I'm small. And by small, I mean short. You would have to wear, like, heels. <laughs> well, you know, you could just have really small actors that, also. Like, Tom Cruise girl? is only, like, 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, yeah, but they make so, all the girls that he works with, like, they dig a Yeah, there's a lot of girls that are only 5'5", five, five, okay? We can make this work. Not the, yeah. Okay. Not real ones. We can make this work. Not the models. Yes, they're real. <laughs> they're, real. <laughs> they're all like five. And you don't need models. I think a lot of people out there would actually appreciate if you had a new characters, fresh. Fresh people they didn't know. I like I always do. Katie Holmes and Batman Begins. That was like one of my favorite like uh, role characters. Yeah. Josephine really Potter job. from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I agree. I thought she the was better than the from, second uh, round. Varsity Blues. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got a new answer. I would want to be Dr. Manhattan from so Watchmen. So you just want to be straight up naked and shining blue. Yeah, I just want to okay. swing in while I'm walking around. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he's radioactive or not. He's still pulling in the babes. Yeah. He's, he like, <laughs> causes cancer, and they're still like, I love you. Like, what? He Listen, didn't, though. He didn't. I think, true. I think I'm going to give this true. contest to Lemons, because they've answered multiple, and they've answered correctly. Shout out to so Lemons. what I would do... Lemons is if you could message us um, on Facebook, you can find our Facebook page of Nerdin' Out, and you want to message us your information so that we could send you off a t-shirt. We'll mail that out to you as soon as possible, free of charge. So if, or if you, you're local, you could pick it up. Yep, yep. You could also pick it up if you're local to Rochester, Minnesota. I think you should mail it out because I think I, I think I think Make that the play. mystery of who Lemons is should remain a mystery. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> could we refer Lemons to Lemonese Snicket? <laughs> yeah, that's did a strike. Lemonese Snicket. Come did on, they bring up an unfortunate event. Did they say that? They did. Yeah, yeah. They actually named a couple. Yeah, they named a couple. So I, I mean, I can appreciate that. Lemonese. Lemonese Snicket. I think we might sign off. 
I think we're running out of material and we need shows to watch. And we ran out like five minutes. Before. The thing like is, we don't. In. The, <laughs> problem, the, problem is, the, the, the problem is with the show is we don't hit our stride till about an hour in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we cut it off, <laughs> and then we're on a roll and we cut it off. So then, yeah. well, you, you always got it's that whole thing Smash about uh, always <laughs> the whole thing about theater. You always want to leaving more. You want to leave them wanting more. So that's what we do. I'm out. Well, perfect. Well, folks. We're going to be done here. We appreciate you listening, both on Zcast, Facebook, Facebook Live, for that matter. This will be on iTunes. This will be on SoundCloud. Uh, As always, again, thanks for listening to Episode 7 and everything we've talked about. We hope we'll have more material next week because we'll have some TV shows back on and running. So we'll be signing off at this point. Thanks very much.